And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. This headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Breaking news from The Athletic. Welcome. I'm Jordan Bianchi, motorsports reporter here at The Athletic, and I'm joined by Jeff Cluck, my fellow motorsports reporter. We are here to discuss NASCAR's unveiling of the next-gen car, its new, much-hyped, much-discussed car that will be hitting the track in 2022. Today was the first time that the three manufacturers, Chevrolet, Ford, and Toyota, revealed what those cars are actually going to look like. Jeff, what are your impressions, and where do you think about this next-gen car and what, what it's going to do to NASCAR? Well, listen, I mean, this next-gen, um, it's it's a lot more than just about how it looks, right? Um, it's And it's even a lot more to me than how it races, because this is the entire point of this. It's, you know, I don't think NASCAR wants to say this, but it's essentially spec car racing where everybody is going to have the same chassis. Everybody's going to have the same parts of the car. Yes. The manufacturers will look a little bit different from each other, but it's essentially everybody's buying the same car from the same source. There's no more, um, sort of ingenuity on the team's parts in terms of building the parts and pieces and that's really going to change things because the cost structure of NASCAR is now going to change, don't you think? I, I think that's the biggest takeaway from this is while we, we don't even know what the racing is going to be like, and I think what this car initially is on the racetrack is going to be dramatic, dramatically different down the road because there's inevitably going to be changes. You know, what when this car gets into actual real-world conditions of a race, it, things are going to be much different than what they simulated. But the economic structure of this, we're already seeing the impact We've seen it this year. We've got three brand new teams that came in this year, uh, most notably Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin's team, 2311 Racing. And they came in because they're encouraged by the economic uh, viability that this car brings. We're going to see more teams coming in. Colleague Racing has already announced they're going Cup Series racing next year full time. So if you can lower the costs and open the door for participation, that is going to be a, a big thing because we've heard about it over the last you know, many years. Um, the cost of competing in NASCAR is extraordinarily high. It still has been that way, even as the sponsorship ha- has decreased. Um, there needs to be a little bit of leveling out of this. Hopefully, th- this car will do that to some degree, and we'll see. I, I don't know what the racing is going to be like. We- we- we've heard from what they've tested it, but the car, they've only had multi-day tests a few times. We actually don't know what it's going to race like. But taking a step back, the economic thing for this to me is easily the biggest thing. Well, obviously you feel for people in the industry who are going to lose their jobs. Uh, You know, many fabricators, uh, they're not going to have a position anymore, right? So uh, that's going to be a big change. But, um, and of course, you know, there'll be a cost for the teams to buy these cars up front, but they're only going to be allowed to have, you know, a certain amount of cars per team. And again, without being able to spend, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on, on a little part that saves them this much weight that makes them go this much faster. Uh, the teams are, I'm sure they'll find money to spend in other ways, but, um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a lot more of a level playing field. Obviously, you know, the, the, the smartest people grouped in the best teams will always sort of have an advantage because they'll figure out some things they can do with it. But 
you know, this should give an opportunity for, um, you know, a team with modest sponsorship to compete with a team with uh, major sponsorship. And, and also the teams can ask for less money. So that should help sponsorship and the climate, uh, the health of the entire sport. So really, I think the next gen car represents um, more of an economic change then, um, you know, uh, look, it's great. It's going to look good. Great. It's great. It's probably going to race. Well, I'm, I'm sure they'll figure it out over time. But again, I'm not as, as concerned about that as, um, what it really means for these teams in, in cost savings. I, and I agree with everything you echoed there. You sat there and I echo those comments. And to me, uh, you know, in, in putting together some stuff for, for the athletic this week that you're, you're, you can see now, um, how the car looks is actually a really big thing to, to these manufacturers. They like the fact that the car they're putting on the racetrack, it looks a lot in a lot of ways similar to what someone can buy off the showroom floor because that hasn't been the case. <laughs> the much maligned car of tomorrow did not look anything like a, a production model vehicle. And that alienated a lot of manufacturers because they're trying to sell, you know, the, the technology and, and the looks of a car for what the consumer can buy. And that hasn't always been the case. This is going back in, in many respects to kind of NASCAR's heyday in, in you know, the 60s and 70s when the cars on the track look quite similar to what they raced. It's not all the way there and it never will be for various reasons, but it's moving in that direction and that's encouraging. Well, I, I do think that, um, you know, every model that NASCAR has introduced, they've said, look how much this looks like the cars, the current cars. And uh, this probably does look the most like it, but it's still, you know, it's far from a stock car, so to speak. <laughs> I know they're, you know, they're trying to pitch it as, you know, return to stock in a way. But, um, you know, I, I think that, look, it's uh, it, it's great if the manufacturers feel good about it because the manufacturers are the backbone money wise um, of NASCAR. You know, they Chevrolet, Ford and Toyota put so much more in. And I know that NASCAR wants more manufacturers as well. This probably helps them too. you know, uh, get a model that's going to be more cost effective for them if they want to come into the sport. So um, I think it's it's uh, only good things. I see lots of positives here. Certainly not like when the car of tomorrow came in and it was ugly. Um, this is a, a good day for NASCAR. I'm Jordan Bianchi. I'm joined by Jeff Gluck. We want to thank you for joining our breaking news coverage here about NASCAR revealing its next-gen car for 2022. Go to the Athletics headline section for much more of the story. And to hear more, ask your Google Assistant to play news from The Athletic. You can also visit theathletic.com backslash headline pod to join for just $3.99 a month. I'm Jordan Bianchi. I'm joined by Jeff Gluck here. Please check out our coverage on theathletic.com, and we'll have much more for you on NASCAR's next-gen car. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.